And this is me, Arwa. And it's me, I'm Hasibul. So, in to the, today's episode is about mental health. And in this episode, we'll try to explore the different societal stigmas against mental health and our kind of our own experiences in dealing with it as a whole. So, without further ado, let's get started with Muntaha. Muntaha, what are your thoughts and opinions on this? Okay, so like, first of all, a disclaimer, I have a horrible voice and I'm really sorry about that. Uh, anyways, so basically I feel like I've come from a pretty privileged background, which has like in turn um, caused me to be a pretty narcissistic and bratty child. But that being said, I've had a loving home. I've had loving parents and yeah sure I've had my like you know pressures of like ups and downs but that's completely normal in my opinion. So like eight years ago coming from this like privileged background and realizing I have depression and um, suffer through suicidal thoughts literally filled me up with like you know a ton of embarrassment to the extent where I couldn't like tell any of my friends or family and I was like really close to my father at that point. So this narcissistic self-centered idiot, right? Over time ended up becoming like pretty soft and self-deprecated. Anyway, so fast forward to the future and mental health, health awareness goals, I would say, have successfully removed the stigma behind mental health. Like I can talk about having it without like any judgment. I've been able to like finally gather up the courage to go and tell some of my friends I suffer with it, even though there's still this guilt inside me, which like constantly eats me away that I don't deserve to have this because I don't, you know, I don't have like proper trauma. And trust me, people have never failed to like point this out to me. And then what I want to say is that like, talking about mental health is no longer that. We talk about it a lot, but it's come to a point where I don't think it's in the right direction. For example, like, you know, you see these self-care posts on like, you know, Instagram yeah. and they talk about how you should like drink enough water, go get some exercise, yada, yada, yada. But they don't really, you know, uh, do much help for someone who feels like an absolute waste of space. I personally have like never benefited from these like, you know, posts. I wish these posts would like give more genuine advice to people who are suffering with it for like the long term. Like, you know, I, like posts that could be about some alternatives to like self-harming. And like, you know, when you yeah. like really want to do it. What do you think like this post should like include more and more? You know, I, so basically, as I was saying, it was that I wish there were like more genuine advice, like, uh, you know, um, play, uh, posts that are like about the places that offer free therapy for kids who like come from more conservative backgrounds and, you know, some alternatives to self-harm when you really want to do it. And then, and Basically, it's something along those lines. Because I feel like 
my people have been so heavily romanticized when in reality we just want people to understand that what we're going through is like actual suffering and opening up isn't known as attention seeking because i feel like be, uh, people love the idea of helping people who go through these sufferings right because we're portrayed as some damsel in distress and it's so heavily romanticized to the extent that regular people don't understand the depth of the struggle until they're in that situ- in that situation and they're like holy shit what do i do and they just end up frustrated at you making matters so much worse so you think that this romanticization that you're talking about is actually something which is perpetrated by i don't know facebook memes um i think the thing i think more uh the romanticization has been built up more from the like certain like story books or stuff like that more than memes because like personally i feel like um memes have been an amazing coping mechanism for me you know it's an um, perfect outlet where i can actually avoid, like you know make fun of my issues and feel lighter about it but that being said i also feel like because of these memes a lot of people have you know started pretending that they're depressed so that they're like more relatable and cool and this has actually like further um you know it's further caused people like me to have to have our problems more than me in that you know so you think they're putting labels on it no not necessarily labels like could you elaborate on that please so what i mean by labels is that when people try to you know like sort of relate themselves to these posts they sort of label it as a thing for example when you talk about mental health or when you're talking about depression they sort of consider their sad feelings or something their ups and downs to that depression state or that constant depression that they're trying to be relatable Um, yeah i feel i feel like I, like i don't mean to you know like undermine anyone's like uh, sadness or anything but i feel like there's this huge difference between regular sadness as an emotion and actual depression cuz like people have oversimplified mental health to the uh, core meaning that like depression is sadness anxiety is simple stress um yeah, bipolar yeah. disorder like personality yeah, that is like you know like a mood swings and yeah. suicidal behavior is like just a phase you know that like probably every teenager uh-huh. has to go yeah. through yeah you know really. so i feel like what has happened due to these is that due to like this over romanticization that people end up so frustrated at you because when they realize they don't know what to do when they're about to help you is that they like have this frustrated outlash at you making matters so so much worse and honestly this has happened to me so many times it's like the one person you thought actually cares about you is also acting like they don't give a two cents about you know so they feel like I, you're constantly nagging to them 
yeah 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 it, it it feels like that and whenever that happens it just makes me feel like isolating myself and never sharing my thoughts with them because maybe really yeah. you know nobody really does care about me and maybe i don't even deserve to be cared about because i'm just pathetic you know to be honest i think the oversimplification kind of makes it harder for people to like go to their peers and everything because you know how people view mental health as such a simple thing nowadays like as you said before how depression is kind of kind of like trickle down to like sad mere sadness and everything right this kind of thing kind of makes it harder for people with i think mental illness to go to their peers and talk about it because those peer are, peers are like the ones who have kind of no idea what it is to like like go through something like such severe as depression you know i feel like personally for me i can i could never like go to my peers because first of all i think that they don't understand what it is like for me to have this trauma right but secondly i think since mental health is something that kind of drains me of my energy to do anything at all right like for example if i have if if i'm someone with depression if anybody's like with depression i don't think they have the energy to go out and like connect with people right even if like mental health self help posts kind of tell you to go out and connect with people i think this is a huge factor that you can never connect with people because you don't have the energy like depression drains you of the energy to do anything at all right so that's something like well you have a global pandemic now you can use that as an excuse yeah well i mean the global pandemic wasn't here forever right before that it was hard for people to understand like i've had people blaming me that i couldn't i couldn't keep up the relationship and i couldn't even tell them that's because i had depression and i didn't want to even live right Yeah, as far as going out and keeping in touch with them that was like a huge step for me to like try to keep up a relationship that's like way more harder than to like you know just talk with them and everything and i couldn't even tell them that because pe- these people didn't i didn't think were even aware of what depression was or what mental illness how severe it is right but even if i do i feel like you know for example for my parents and me i feel like i can not connect with them in any way because there's this huge wall right this huge wall which is known as like my mental illness that i feel like without telling them what i'm going through i can never connect with them and i cannot even tell them what i'm going through right because then it would be a huge whole another trouble because i have to tell them what it is i have to tell them how it happened how the trauma came on and it's just a whole another hassle i feel like this got problem that exists is like i can never tell my peers or my parents or any family member that what i'm going through and i feel like this causes me to like kind of isolate myself as muntaha said and kind of step away from them and i feel like this causes me to have like bonding issues with them right i cannot bond with anybody because i feel like a mental illness is not going to let me bond with anybody in this world like even if i have friends that has been there for my whole life and everything right but you feel in- like it was like hard to set up personal boundaries with your friends and stuff yeah i feel like personal boundaries aside even though i feel like 
even if I talk with them, you know, how they treat mental illness is another story. Like, even if there are somebody who maybe knows about mental illness and everything, I feel like the way they treat it, like even in this society, like in Bangladesh, I feel like people don't know how to treat mental illness, like in a good way. Like, I feel like it further kind of makes it worse for the person, for the victim to like you know, str- get help. And even if you get help, I feel like this peer is treated in such a way that it makes it worse for you. Like, for example, I had yeah, I like who wanted to go out and help me with my mental illness, but then they actually made it worse because of the way they handle it. And I feel, and uh, after that, I couldn't connect with anybody. I, I was always been, I was like always scared of going out and telling anyone because how previous people handled it. Like I had people telling me that me being suicidal was just an act of getting attention and everything, right? Like how can you tell that to someone who was suicidal, right? And I don't know, this makes it so much worse. And then it also kind of makes you feel weak, you know? It makes you feel weak that you having mental illness is something that, like they make you feel like you having mental illness is something that makes you like less of a person or that you're not normal or anything right and i think that sucks like you know like how yeah it becomes a boundary when it uh, comes to like communicating with people yeah it can yeah it becomes a huge because you're suicidal they don't want to be around you yeah, that is also another factor. They don't want to be around me or something. Like, I have to stop having suicidal thoughts in order to have friends. That That is what it feels like at this point, right? It makes They make you feel weak. They make you feel vulnerable more and more. And they don't even have a good handling in, like, mental health issues, you know? And are so unaware of everything that is happening. Yeah, totally. I think that when you're talk about these sort of things and when you're actually talking about how um, you have this boundary between you and your parents I think one of the main things that contribute to this boundary or uh, which contribute to the boundaries that we have in our society in general is that I believe it's this macho culture that we have if I'm not wrong because most of the times that when people try to portray themselves or when people try to you know, like talk about these sort of issues, they most often than not, it's like they have been taught to avoid this because men don't cry or like women, even grown women shouldn't shed tears in front of their kids, stuff like that. These are forms of weakness, right? So we think that in our society in general, we try to label weakness onto certain emotions. And those emotions are the ones that end up leading to these sort of depressive states that we, at the end of the day, you know, like, dive into. So I, even though I'm not depressed, I guess I'm the only one here, but still, like, <laughs> when you talk about these sort of things, people try to act macho, people try to act cool, and even if yeah. when you try to help someone, it's like that you have to be that people have this mentality that, since that other person is depressed, you have to be this like wall that they can depend on or this huge pillar, this unshakable pillar that they can depend on, that you have to be this macho guy that can, you know, like help them 
in every sort of way i think these are the sort of mindsets that need to change because when you talk about helping someone with such illnesses and if you're not a medical professional i think that much that becomes much more tricky because if you try to go on and like sort of show that you're this perfect person who knows how to deal with your problems as well and can help you in every way possible i think that sort of demeans that other person's problem do you guys ever feel that like yeah. did you ever feel that yeah, yeah. yeah so I feel like that. times when i tried to help someone uh, who was suffering from depression i felt like when i was the one being macho i think that sort of had a negative effect on that person because they felt like they were the only ones who were not being able to cope up with life yeah, where like everybody else is having it like yeah 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 pathetic. yeah yeah they feel absolutely pathetic and they feel like oh my god i'm the only one who can um uh, who cannot you know like cope with this thing but everybody else is having it you know like riding it smooth life is going easy for them so i think these are the sort of things that contribute to to this macho culture where you yeah. can't and necessarily initiate with your parents either where you can't necessarily initiate with your family as well or even yeah. I think what makes it way worse is that people like adults specifically and even our parents who have mental health like problems kind of suppress them and sh- doesn't like show it to others right which makes Yeah yeah, it- yeah totally you're the only one in this world or you're the only one in the family to have this particular problem and that kind of makes you feel like you know an outsider or like it makes you feel worse right because i i've seen this trend in adults a lot right they have this tendency to hide their depression they have yeah, this tendency yeah they totally to, do yeah yeah they have this tendency to not talk about their mental health problem they feel like doing it will make them feel weak right as you said right macho culture thing and everything right I feel like that is like that makes way worse for people like other people in the community who are suffering to mental health problem because like they have no idea or like they have no idea that you're like this particular adult is also going through this right I think knowing somebody else like your close friend or your parent is go has gone through or is going through something similar that makes it feel easier right but yeah that totally end, does yeah but in the end i've seen how adults feel pressurized to like hide their own emotions they don't uh-huh. have their own emotions you know they don't want to talk about these things they don't the kind of households that they grew up yeah, in yeah yeah they kind of tend to like suppress it under everything plus i feel like these repressed issues are kind of thrown to their children right this children or like younger people because now because the fact that one they did not identify or they did, did not acknowledge their own problems but they go on and kind of undermine their like younger younger people's problem more and more right they i undermine their child's mental health problem they undermine like younger people's mental health problem like they don't even want to believe because for i've seen this happen like like they think just because they repressed a trauma or something they think that they successfully overcame like overcame that trauma and somehow younger people have to do the same to like get rid of the mental health issue right i feel like that happens a lot you know and totally think, and, yeah and i feel yeah. like for this very reason teenagers are like constantly undermined because like they're young and they're like 
taught from like a very young age that their problems don't really matter you know it's also like, like teenagers are on hormones of stuff yeah exactly their hormones so, are running wild again <laughs> and it's like whenever like you try to call out to your parents say you're like you know depressed or something they'll be like oh this is just this is just a phase right and it's like yeah it, that's totally something which uh, is like totally relevant in the society especially in our one yeah. because when you talk about depression or mental health issues these are there are actual clinics in western societies where you can get diagnosed and shit but in the society that we live in it's more like people don't care at all so if you even if you go out and even if you want to get diagnosed i think that's a pretty big reach for you like even getting diagnosed to begin with let alone treatment or anything like that so when you don't talk about these sort of things in <clears throat> particular platforms <clears throat> like good people like us do um <laughs> we don't really think that we can make sure that people this is far reached or it's properly talked about right because like muntah already said most of these end up becoming meme cultures which help no one yeah exactly and i also feel like because that because like teenagers don't really have an outlet in their family where they can like talk about their issues right i feel like they st- and they don't you know as i was said there's like no relatability when it comes to their family i feel like teenagers start like you know advice like seeing themselves that uh seeing themselves as their mental illness like they can't see their own identity past it it feels like i am my depression you know and there's yeah, no, yeah. no i have no other personality but that and in something honestly i faced a lot of problem with myself you know and it's like because of these very issues i feel like therapy is an absolute necessity yeah I feel like yeah therapy right that's another problem in I don't know uh, like it's different in like western countries but for example in Bangladesh therapy is such a big deal right like even if it's absolute necessity for people who are going through depression or anything because the first step to everything is being diagnosed and everything right like you have to get diagnosed otherwise you cannot go you know even self treatment if you even if you want to get self treatment like you know trying to like recover on your own you have to get diagnosed first right but that is something that we cannot do like being in this country for example i feel like this happens because like a lot of parents don't firstly trust therapists so you cannot go and tell them about therapy but i mean obviously there is this whole issues of parents undermining mental health because they don't want to give therapy and I but think from yeah. the get go parents don't even want to like yeah you know exactly. acknowledge your depression or any mental even that. parents yeah. themselves they don't want to talk about their problems to someone who is not in the family yeah yeah exactly that's, that's a that's absurd right but i feel like there is this whole thing that falls like kind of falls more into this parents stigma against i guess therapists is how you know how therapists are kind of viewed in the country like how people think that they're not good or they're judgmental or they're going to ruin your child or something but honestly guys, i feel like it most yeah depression is a rich kid issue guys you guys <laughs> oh yeah depression. that's another thing that you hear a lot yeah therapists Actually, are expensive like, go back to your room 
<laughs> it's true but i also feel like gore you know like like amader ko you know they like gore their bachcha's sath tulona and say yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a huge thing like look at them what are they going through you privileged as you know now you want to <laughs> exactly but it's like you no matter what caste you're from you can't be depressed no matter what, you know yeah. okay i feel like you know how like even though i mean even teenagers themselves are going to mental health problems i feel like they have this trust issues like firstly they even if they go to therapy it's kind of difficult for them to open up to a like therapist or everything right because it's a stranger and there's this whole fear of getting judged and i know for a fact like bangladeshi parents are very like wants to know even if their child goes to therapy kind of wants to know what is happening so i feel like there is this whole thing of trusting not trusting your therapist like they might tell your parents everything and everything right but yeah totally secondary issue is how expensive therapy is in and of itself right which makes people like me for example i don't even want to tell my parents about therapy because i know how expensive it is and i don't want to put that burden on my family right to bear my expense of getting like help just because i have a mental health problem i think that okay you know what i'll just stay home and try to fix them this myself by googling and everything like that doesn't help honestly that doesn't help and don't do that please but i feel like yeah as i was saying that therapy being expensive is kind of kind of makes people less inclined to get therapy at all right and you know how whenever you get as hasib and muta said right whenever you get depression and everything you're told to look at people who are like less privileged than you and you're told to look at them because they are somebody who's going through something right and you're told look at them and be grateful and be happy with your life but don't get me wrong i am grateful to have all those things to me like i am grateful to have the privileges but that doesn't mean that i cannot have depression that doesn't mean that i cannot have a particular problem right because i don't think that depression is kind of like you know tied with depression is not t- tied with like having privilege and everything right but even though i feel like even poor people who are going to depression right? like even poor people who are going to depression they are told that depression and mental illness is a is kind of rich people's illness because yeah yeah it's like poor people never go through depression or something like yeah that. you are not supposed to go through depression and even if you go kind of take it in and suppress it because there's no way you can pay for your therapy right and i mean in my opinion in the country like bangladesh where mental health is not like kind of properly normalized within families i feel like there should be a separate amount of subsidy for people who are you know poor and cannot access therapy so that they can actually go and like government subsidy so that they can actually they like, get you know, there's government subsidies for normal physical illness if you have cancer i i mean if you want to get checked out there's this thing right i want i feel like this subsidy should be a part of mental health illness too right because you know how people like a lot of people within this past year over this pandemic died of suicide only like it wasn't covid it wasn't cancer it wasn't anything yep. else it was literally mm-hmm. depression which killed all these people right yeah. and i feel like this is a huge trademark 
are a huge alarming idea for people to actually take like start taking mental health seriously for now at least right and yeah, kind of people, get therapy and everything if they totally. can afford it yeah people's perspective is a huge thing is a huge yeah. player when it comes to this right when people don't try to acknowledge these sort of things they sort of deviate from the topic they sort of put labels on them like rich people's problems or like poor people's issues and stuff like that i think that people's perspective matter a lot these are positive changes which have been brought in the western society we think that this is something which needs to happen in our societies as well because we think yes, that exactly. one of the more core things is that when you talk about people's perspective something that happens in our subcontinent or our society more is that we tend to be skeptical towards western ideologies we feel like oh, those, yeah, are, those are yes, yeah, those totally going against our identities or our religious beliefs and shit like that like these are white people problems right that's literally the label that they put on you that yes, these are exactly. white people yeah problems. white people problems because they have happen. more yeah, yeah. This, these these things shouldn't happen to you so when you talk about that the perspective that already exists if you cannot necessarily mend that perspective people continue to think that way they think that these are white people issues these are western ideologies that are being pushed onto ourselves we never had these problems or like these were never there why are our kids suddenly coming up with this right these are sort yes. of things that needs to be addressed if you don't understand that this is a like medical issue and and it's a global or, yeah, worldwide issue it's a, it's a real real thing it's not just an trend that people follow it's yeah not it's not like, something we just yeah. made up out of thin air yeah totally so if you can't necessarily address that that's the main problem or that's when people don't want to understand what's happening in the society given that entire backlash that we have regarding western ideologies and stuff like that right yeah. people shouldn't be saying stuff like these that white people problems and labeling things in a different way or these rich poor comparisons that happen to begin with when you talk about these sort of things these sort of initiate this stigma that people don't necessarily want to get out of that people think that when you opt into these sort of things you are actually being you know like coerced into a trend that yeah. you should be following yeah. in the longer run or like simple things like we don't have enough therapists uh, to be honest like whenever you want to learn psychology or whenever you want to be a psychiatrist people put labels like pagol and doctor so uh, sort of thing, yeah that that is yeah. a huge demotivating factor for people yeah. who actually want to help yeah like asian parents are going to be so much hypocritical they're going to be like only doctors or engineers and when you want to be a psychiatrist you're suddenly a pagol and doctor like why uh. <laughs> why You're, there are not enough psychiatrists in this world currently that's why these things are so expensive like there are yeah enough, there is a lack of supply exactly right? there aren't enough doctors who's going to help you to begin with these are literally kids who are like taking up psychology in colleges as their like course or even their minor are going on social media and trying to help people these are like positive changes which need to come because these positive changes we think are being initiated and we think are being talked about that's why we are also trying to bring them into the limelight in whatever way possible
do you think that like I feel like personally I feel like there is a lack of I don't know awareness effort whatever you call it like from the like psychiatry community itself like I mean obviously they want to help right I feel like but I feel like they need to reach out more like I have seen organizations uh for example there is like a lot of organizations that kind of wants to talk about mental health right but I did not see an influx of doctors actually going out because I feel like parents as Asian parents or like adults are more likely to take doctors seriously than us right or like organizations like even if you give a lot of podcasts even if you give thousands of self-care posts and everything I feel like if doctors kind of went ahead and did awareness posts and went to people and yeah I feel like if we health. had actual professional help it would yeah. have helped us so much more I feel like um, organizations yeah. aren't taken seriously as much right because it's just another organization like talking about mental health and whatnot right but parents are not ready to listen to teenagers who are trying to eradicate mental health stigma in the society right how much are these doctors influenced by the society that they already live in like do you, don't you guys think that they have their own biases as well oh yeah i think that's a huge factor like even if they're trained to a significant level i don't trust bangladesh mental health training whatever you call it i i don't trust it as much i think but we have a lack of good doctors as well like a lot of people just like get a diploma this yeah is, this further increases our parents doubt when we want to like attend therapy or something like that they'll be like i'm a good part degree me you know yeah, yeah for example right. i've had i've had like friends who actually went out and their parents actually like got them therapy but the issue was that when they got therapy they were judged significantly and the, the therapists were not nice at all were not considerate of their issue and kind of judged them I, i've had a lot of people like saying that right i've heard a lot of people i've seen a lot of people having it worse after like coming from mental health issues but i feel like we as a society at the end of the day should try harder to like kind of unite and you know help our peers who are suffering from mental health like even if it's simple as trying to like research about mental health like, like if your sister is going through mental health problems maybe you can just like google what it is that she's going through and try to understand a bit more right? I, i wish my parents or like peers did that or even my siblings to begin with you know yeah like even trying to just be their help instead of like trying to act like you have all the solutions or instead of trying to like put labels on them like oh my god if you just failed an exam that's okay you can pass another one or like oh my god you're being suicidal it's just a phase it's, instead of like putting these labels instead of like trying to fix their problem which i don't think ever helps because i tried fixing people's problems right it goes yeah, it out doesn't really help. fast yeah it goes out really fast <laughs> yeah, so i end up feeling really worse <laughs> so like instead of like trying to fix their problem or instead of like trying to be that guy who's that medical professional or who knows what he's talking about just be there just try to help them out in any sort of way because sometimes just listening to them rant helps a lot that's what i think yeah like and making them know that you're a safe space like don't break that trust that's a significant yeah problem. yeah that's that's a big thing yeah. like don't break the trust like whenever they're talking about the personal stuff to you 
don't go around sharing it because we oh all have God, that yeah. we all have that yeah. one best friend who's not going to tell anyone and that best yeah. friend is another best friend who's not going to tell it <laughs> yeah exactly everyone in the batch knows so don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, like i feel like Nina's, we're i feel yeah. like we're all like um, teenagers and we're not like trained professionals so it's normal to not know what to do in this in these circumstances but i feel yeah, like just general genuine kindness and just telling somebody that you you'll be there for them and listening to their like them ranting is so helpful and if you feel like you're not in the mental space to help someone don't force yourself you know be honest with them tell them hey listen i'm not in the mental space right now to like help you but i truly love you and care about you but i can't help you at this right moment i'd be very grateful if you could go to someone else right that could actually help yeah like, like in a nice way but you know there are, even if you're like the friend that you're trying to help is someone who doesn't want to talk about or you know sometimes having depression is confusing like for people I've had friends even myself having depression is confusing right and you don't want to talk about what's bothering you and you don't know what to talk about what's wrong right if you have that kind of friend and they don't want to rant and you feel like you're doing something wrong don't think that right because you need to just give them a little bit space but at the same time let them know that you're there for them like give them a bit of space and tell them that look i'm giving you space all the space that you need but i'm also here for you in case you need anything right or i think yeah. even if you don't even if you don't know what to do kind of for example if your per, like your friend or a peer who is going through mental health problem is not going to like the actual definition of a depression is and you're not sure of what they're going through kind of try to look up in google or you know trying to understand what they're going through just in case right so that you're around them because they need that they need that kind of awareness from yeah, friends and peers yeah. in short just don't take out your valorant frustrations on them yeah don't, yeah, don't. don't do that no matter what <laughs> and don't make them feel like they have to live for you if they are suicidal please don't do that that oh yeah, yeah that's exactly thing. please don't do that it never works it never worked for me it just made me yeah. feel like shit yeah <laughs> it makes you feel more guilty like I have to live for a person now. What happens if that person is not anymore? Do I kill myself? What do I do? I'm just kidding. There are like so many thoughts. And one more yeah. thing, if your depressed friend or like can't reach out to you for a couple of days, know that it doesn't mean that they don't care about you. It if anything they're probably thinking about you constantly and hoping that you're doing okay when they're going through their issue it's just sometimes we need some space and you know we set up boundaries for ourselves because we can't communicate with people in certain you know circumstances so yeah so just remember to be kind to everyone and yeah, yeah. i guess like don't make feel people bad for having mental health problems please i guess that's the point of the whole thing yeah that's the point of the whole conversation just don't <laughs> yeah. make them feel bad yeah and try to be aware of mental health problems why yeah like educate yourself educate yourself yeah okay i guess that's a wrap yeah, yeah. that's a wrap for our shoddy internet 
yeah guys thank you for tuning in to our and like our podcast and we're not professionals so like take everything with a salt. like don't buy everything that they want. <laughs> just kidding thank you bye thank you bye bye, bye. bye.